Welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Steven, and I am here by myself this week. I am here to provide you with the content you need to get through your week. A lot of you depend on us, and I am here for you to get you through your week. And this is episode five of Temptation Island called The Temptation Light. And boy, was I wrong a few weeks ago when I said I think that would have only turned on one or two times. It was a big setup because by the end of this episode... I think we were at three. We had three. We will get to what defines giving in to temptation, because I feel like that is very broad, but smart strategy. And I will just set this episode up by saying there will be no ass of the week this week. I'm very sorry. I cannot do ass of the week. I am not trained enough. I know I've been practicing for years here. I'm the number one, but you know what? I just can't do it justice, and I don't want to give you a half-assed Ass of the week. See what I did there? See what I did there? Let's get started with this week's episode, gang. I hope you stick around with me uh, as we get going. So it is the morning at the men's villa, and Great is sitting there, and he's like, hey, you know, I feel like I created this issue between Trace 2.0 and Tammy. And I'm sitting there going, I don't think you did great. I don't think you did anything. You're just living your life, having your main character story on Temptation Island, and it's not your fault that Trace 2.0 and Tammy want a piece of great. It's not, the, I mean, unless you've done something I haven't seen. I mean, I think he later said it's not like a kiss Tammy or anything like that. You got two girls who want you. And now they're arguing with each other, um, you know, over who brushed their teeth with still like by the end of this episode. Obviously, Trace 2.0 is crazy. Let's just state that officially. Uh, we don't like Trace to a porno. Uh, she's just being she's just being too much. I don't like it, and I will not stand for it. But anyway, I'm just like, man, I think I think you're doing okay. It's not like you made out with both of them the same night and like didn't tell each other about it. I think you're doing good. So Trace 2.0 is like I think they're in the hammock. By the way, uh, hidden star of this week's episode is the hammocks. Hammocks got a lot of play. Stock in hammocks is up. See if you can invest in a hammock company because obviously they're getting some great product placement right now. If you're a hammock company and you want to shout on the pod, DMs are open. You know how this works. Trace is like, great can't make a decision. Great can't make a decision. I'm not going to talk to you, she said to him. And like all of this came rushing back towards me. I was like, you know what? This is exactly how Trace 1.0 acted, right? You remember that? Do you remember when seashells couldn't do literally anything? He would do the least amount of stuff, and Trace 1.0 would be like, I can't talk to you, and would just shut off. I think she put glasses on, and she would just like disappear and not want to talk to him until he came like crawling back, and seashells is like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. So sorry. And she's like, don't ever do that again. Oh, God, I just, I hate this situation. Like, why do you think he has to talk to you? He doesn't. Like, I, uh, it's just, I'm, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to move past that. I'm going to try to move past it. Okay. We're, we're going to move past it. She says she doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to trade. Talk to him. Go home, Trace 2.0. Go home. 
I think everybody will be fine in the house without Trace 2.0. I think we'd have a little bit more fun without Trace 2.0. Just just saying, as a viewing member of the public, we'd have a little bit more fun without Trace 2.0. Over in the ladies' villa, Croissant is making breakfast for King Fuckboy. Listen, if girl is making me breakfast in the morning, I don't think we just cuddled. I think that's just I think that's just like an American law. Is like you don't get breakfast made for you the next morning by a lady if you just cuddled, right? I don't think that's all that happened. You did you did some, uh, some light makeout. I don't think she feels the need to make him breakfast. Those cameras were zoomed in. They zoomed so close in. You guys, do you remember that? Like that camera is in like the far corner of that bedroom, and they cropped in so much. Something was happening. There was some like hand movement under the sheets. We all agree with that, right? So she's making King Fuckboy some breakfast. Oddly enough, what did we not see on that plate, gang? The answer comes in three, two, one. A croissant. Croissant is making breakfast for somebody and doesn't include a croissant? <laughs> what a missed opportunity. An absolute missed opportunity by croissant. For croissant, and King Fuckboy, their story will be coming back with a vengeance here in just a little bit. Because we go over to the men's villa, and now it's time to play truth or dare Jenga style. I would also just like to state this for the record. We don't need more Jenga at breweries anymore. We got it, okay? If you're a brewery, can we stop with the big Jenga blocks? And the cornhole and the giant connect four. Can we come up with some new games? It's all the same. Anywho, they're playing Truth or Jenga. And they actually get to write what they want on the blocks, which is a great idea. Um, and it's not just producer stuff stuff in there. So they're all writing with Sharpies. I was trying to think about what I would write on there. I don't know. I had too many options to really pick from. That would be like my hard part. They'd be like, yo. Steven, put your block in. I'd be like, yo, I'm trying to think of a great a great thing here. Like when you play Jackbox TV, you know? You don't know Jack, the party plan, party packs, and you're trying to make jokes, and uh, one of those games are like, um, you guys are screaming at me now, the name of those games. Um, Quiplash and all those, you know? You just like want to create a good, a good thing. So I'd be sitting there trying to come up with the ideas, but I love the idea of them getting right it on there. Really like that. And like one of the questions was to great who gets on your nerves, <laughs> what girl gets on your nerves the most in the house. And he did a really smart job by saying both Trace and Tammy. Smart play. I like that. Uh, I think there was two kiss someone's on there. So Alexis and Abby kiss. Obviously hot. And then they get another one and Trace gets it. And great just stands up and he's like, you know, I'm not going to move all the way in. You got to come over here if you want it. Strong move by great. I like that. But they do, and they cut to Tammy, and Tammy is so sad. I think she said she's kind of moved on from it. But I feel for her. Do you guys feel for her? Do you feel for her? Have we all been in this situation as human beings? Have we all been, like, at a party where the girl or guy you really like starts, like, flirting with somebody else, and you didn't think? Like, you thought there was something between you and that other person, but then they're, like flirting with somebody else maybe they kiss maybe it's spin the bottle and you're like this is my opportunity 
and it's not you and then like they end up having a relationship after that (sighs) we've all been there we've all been there tammy i'm sorry this is a hug from the hotties and the right reality community to you tammy for what you had to go through there it's a bad situation i don't like it speaking of another bad situation King Fuckboy and Croissant. This next situation is just a mess. I think he misunderstood her question because she, for what I'm assuming is the 80th time, has asked him what he wants. I think she said, what do you want out of life? And I think what he heard is, what do you want out of this relationship? Um, Or both questions were asked. And he basically said, you know, don't ask me what I want from this until we're like a year in. A year in? I mean, this is text. This is why he is King President Fuckboy. A, perfect gaslighting. B, what a question. I got to get you for a year of banging you. And hanging out, probably banging other people before I can actually answer a question about our relationship. I mean, bravo, sir. Bravo. And Croissant, rightfully so, said, I'm a bad bitch. I don't have to deal with this. I got some standards. And you know what one of the standards is? Is just answering a simple question about what you want. Now, uh, to try to defend King Fuckboy is like, yo. We all know what we're here for, right? Like, I got I gotta say I'm here for fun and followers, and for, well, I'm here for fucking fun and followers. The the big three Fs. Like we know, but like you want me to say that to you again? <laughs> Come on. But Croissant is like, I'm a bad bitch. I got standards. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And he called her bro like ten times or whatever. Like bro, like whatever, bro. Like I don't want to deal with this, bro. And so they obviously start to part ways. Or do they? We will get back to that. Because now, like a, 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 a shining light through the clouds of life, Mr. Marky Mark walks in with one of the best shirts I've ever seen on a human being. This shirt he wore is the best shirt yet. This shirt, I assume, was on a runway somewhere. And somebody, probably a professional model, wore it way worse than our boy Mr. Barky Mark did. And it's not even close. It was so, it was so clean. It was so ironed. It looked great. The color, the dark, I think it was green. Ah! Like, if I could wear a shirt like that man wore his shirt, the world would be mine. The world would be ours. Can you imagine? You sit there at home and you saw that and you're like, oh man, he's wearing the fuck out of that shirt. That shirt was taken off the rack, given to him, and it was put on him. And then the shirt was like, oh, I know what I'm on this earth to do. It's to be worn by this man and just destroy hearts of people all across the world. And that's what he did. And I just want him to always wear that shirt. Actually, you know what? You got to retire the shirt. The shirt's got to be retired. It can't be worn any better than it just was. Hang it in the rafters at the house. Just put it up there. Put it in the glass frame with like a little photo underneath, you know, to remember, oh, yeah, it's from that time. 
We'll always remember July 12th, 2023, the day that shirt was worn the fuck out of. Congratulations, Mr. Mark Mark. Just, just well done. And then as if he felt like, oh, I can't do any better than wearing this shirt. He's like, let me introduce this temptation light right over here. And the girls are like, huh? What is this? What, is, what does this mean? A temptation light? Gone Girl is spiraling, immediately spiraling. Just like, she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I think she was sweating. She was like an old uh, person from like the old time movies. Like, oh, I do declare. It is so hot in here. This temptation light is just going to destroy me. And it does. It is fantastic. All their faces are like, huh? You're going to do what now? I can't just assume they're not banging. Like, you're going to, like, tell me? And then I'm not going to know. I'm just going to, I got, like, a 25% chance that my partner's paying. (laughs) Raise to whatever person on the production company came up with that. Just immediate raise. Immediate raise. Actually, you get to produce the show now. You're just top dog, showrunner, all the way elevated to showrunner. Just like that. Just like that. Just immediate raise. And then he does the same thing over at the men's villa. And the men are like, oh, oh my, oh my God, what's, what's going to happen over there? And Michaela, in true Michaela fashion, just the star that she is, just said to Parrot, just says to Great, hey, maybe a croissant did suck that guy's dick. <laughs> Michaela. Oh, Michaela delivered. And like all the other guys are like laughing. And then Great's like, <laughs> okay, well. I, uh, I'm going to have to do something then. Like uh, maybe, oh, oh, fuck. I better do something. And he will. And he will. We snap back over the men's villa or the from the men's villa to the women's villa. And Gone Girl is crying. The anxiety that she has right now that Robert Berto is going to cheat on her is never been higher. Never been higher. This is a very different Gone Girl than the last couple weeks of the show. Episode five, episode one, two, three, four. Gone Girl, not this girl. Gone Girl's been, oh, do whatever you want. Uh, I don't care. I'm a bad bitch. Like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And now she's like, ah, I got the anxiety that that he's going to be doing something. Yeah. Maybe you should. Because I don't think you had a really healthy relationship, Gone Girl. I don't think you thought you had a healthy relationship. I think you've been putting on this front the entire first four episodes, Gone Girl. That you just went in and were very proud and, you know, very well-spoken. And we're like, hey, do what you want. I'm going to be fine. I got tons of men who will want me. I got to apologize because my friends don't think you're all that hot versus what I'm used to getting. Okay. You're spiraling. I don't know what to say to you at this point other than a deal with it. This is what happens. This is what happens. Welcome to Temptation Island. I also like the thought process of going on this show and then being like, you know, maybe we just won't tell each other what happens until the show comes on. Right. Maybe we're in a better place where we don't break up. So we won't tell each other. Um, And then you got to get a temptation light run into your room. And at that point, you're like, well, we can't really go through with that plan. So, I mean, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? She's in full panic mode. And I think me, you, and all the hotties and all the Temptation Island community is loving it. Is loving it. 
you know, we've talked on this podcast before about the ideas of these parties and whether they're a theme or not. I think they finally listened because prom night and casino night are themes. Correct? I know Mixie's not here to correct me on that, but I feel like these are actual themes. And they were both great. Like the gentleman dressed up, like they had to tell them this, right? Or they went out and got them fits for this. The prom night is such a great idea. The ladies had great outfits. Just, just, oh, chef kiss of an idea. It's casino, casino party, not casino night like the office uh, episode, but casino party. So they like, I mean, other than the cards and the casino chips. Yeah, it was. The outfits, I don't, I mean, I feel like it would all be suits and ties, right? And but whatever. I, listen, I'm not going to try to, like, I said it was a great idea. I'm not going to try to go back on it now. Okay, it's a great idea. What we do get in this time frame is no more than 12 hours later. Croissant goes to King Fuckboy, President Fuckboy. And is like, you know... You just told me that you want you don't want to tell me anything for real for like a year and that I keep bothering you about it and clearly upset you to the point where you like lashed out like that. I understand you're just here to fuck, have fun. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, no. It was three of them. Fuck, fun, and something else. I'm just here for those three. And you try to keep ruining that. And and Croissant goes, I know, I know I ruined that for you. I know I told you I had standards, which was like literally giving me anything about you or anything about potential future outside of here, which again is crazy. But then you said, hey, I have standards. She then goes, ah, but fuck all that. Whatever. Ah, whatever. I don't care. I can't imagine being with any of these other guys in the house when you're around and being hot and dancing with baby oil on you. I got to try to, like, you know, get something out of you, right? Like, last night was great. But, like, you know, I'm realistic. Croissant's realistic. Yeah, it's like 12 hours later. After the whole thing, I don't think we should talk to you about it. I think you should pursue other people. Okay. Oh, you know what? Just, <laughs> I, just, I just love it. I just love, like, the change of heart, like, that quickly. Like, you didn't even, like, make him wait, like, through a party where you're like, no, you can't have that. And then for him to come up. And being like, hey, you know what? Let me let me let me answer that question for you. Let me answer that question. At least lie to her, King Fuckboy. Be a true fuckboy and lie to her. Just lie and be like, you know, I could really see something with you outside of here. You know, the vibes are good. You know, what fuckboys say? Vibes. Oh yeah, I could really see a future with you. I'm really looking to settle down. I don't want to date forever. You know, the hits. The fuckboy hits. Just rattle those off. She'll be good. And then you just do your normal fuckboy stuff. But that's not what happens here. That's not what happens. Um, We're starting to see the cracks in our boy doorway. He said during the Jenga thing, like, the worst thing in a relationship is, like, somebody lying about the future of the relationship just to appease the other person. And I was like, hmm. It's an interesting nugget that they threw out there for no apparent reason. Maybe that comes back. And you can just see him struggling. He's with Michaela. And listen, listen, Doorway, if you're listening to this, my guy, I think you are. Everybody would think the same if they're hanging out with Michaela. 
That's why Michaela is who Michaela is. She does that to people. You're not the first person this has happened to with with Michaela. Michaela has memorized guys from the inception of her birth. Well, that's kind of creepy. From probably 18, since 18, Michaela has memorized guys and just sent them, sent their minds wandering, right? And this is what happens. This is what beautiful women do to men. It really is. But he's struggling. You can see that. And of course, at the end of the episode, the cracks just break open and we get a flood out. But we're not there yet. We are at the end of the party. We're at the end of prom night. And great and 2.0, Trace 2.0, hanging on the couch. You know, they're doing the whisper talk like, you know, I want I want to keep going with what we were doing at the the, the Jenga party earlier, like which was basically us making out. And he's like, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it, right? But they eventually go to the uh, bedroom of brushing teeth. Same bedroom as where Tammy was brushing the teeth. So maybe something did happen there because that kind of looks like his his room, right? Right? I'm just thinking about this in the moment. Maybe we weren't shown something else that happened with great. Hmm. Because that was there was one bed in there, and Tammy was in there. Oh, I'm running through all this in my head right now. I'll have to get back to you next week on, uh, and ask Mixie this. Oh, that's very interesting. Anyway, they go into the bedroom, and Tammy comes in and is being like, hey, you good? You understand what you're about to do here? Basically being like, you know, it's point of no return. They're going to show this to Paris over there. You won't have a leg to stand on if she really asked that guy's D just stating also you realize you're getting in the bed with uh, our mortal enemy here in the house just want to say it and trace is like are you his mom oh i mean fair question but i just come on trace 2.0 let the man speak for himself just he knows what he's doing maybe she was like he's too drunk to do this i gotta go in and make sure (coughs) but whatever tammy let him make his mistake she leaves, covers go up, and boom, we got our first red light action. Turn the light on. Oh, the light goes on. I, they set it up perfectly. They were like, this week, we know the banging is starting. This week, we heard from a little birdie that banging would be taking place, that, quote, people would be giving into temptation, end quote. We got to get those lights in there right now. Let's slide those lights in. And it goes on in the girls' villa, and it's just like, oh, the look on Gone Girl's face, you guys, was like she witnessed a dog getting run over. She's like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. What did I just see? I think she knows that probably Rob Roberto is going to do it at some point. But Gone Girl is just, again, the spiral has begun she was grinding and like strip club dancing and basically just i mean destroying somebody's dick just grinding it down to a pulp and then the light goes on i know they showed that out of order but that's really what happened light goes on and she's like oh my god oh my god what am i gonna do i loved it oh red light number one red light number one also how long does the red light stay on for this is the big question does it stay on 
for the length of the temptation being given into? Does it just go on for like three minutes? Would somebody like, see, I'd be there and be like, all right, let's click it. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Are we just turning this on and off after 10 seconds not to burn out the bulb to save some power because obviously we're, 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 we're going to be smart and save the environment because we don't want to turn this light on all the time. I don't know. I don't know because it goes off at some point. And Rob Roberto is just like, hey, I can feel Gone Girl spiraling over there. I just want to, I just want to, I want to show that up. I know Steven from the right reality. The number one Temptation Island podcast was like, I think it's only going on one time. And then he changed it, but he really thought one time I'm going to show him up. And Des happens to be in this hammock with me. And you know what? Let's go for it. What a location. Hammock, again, getting tons of love this week in the shots. Chris is in there later. You know, a respectable whore. He is in the hammock. Also, tough spot for hammock. I'm a large gentleman, so hammocks are just not happening for me. I, I mean, we're getting two people into a hammock, and we're giving into temptation. It seems uncomfortable. Anybody else? Show of hands. Show of hands. Uh, if if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can you can put a little raised hand emoji to let me know if this was um, your thought. That's not a place I'd be like want to be giving into temptation is in, is in the hammock. Second week in a row for him in the hammock. It was dry humping, and now we're, quote, unquote, giving into temptation, which I guess just means passionate kissing at this point. Whatever. Like, the, the light going on should be like, should be like flashes of the light, right? To be like, oh, three, lash, three flashes banging, two, two flashes is like a hard makeout, and one's just like, a lot of a lot of, a lot of grinding or like dry humping and stuff like that. That's that's where we should go. Or somebody was in a bed and they were making out. That's number two. Number one is just like some making out somewhere in the house in view of the public. Should be levels of the light. Anywho, with that being said, I need a definition on what we're saying for this temptation. What's giving into temptation? It's a smart play. Um, actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want that because Gone Girl is going to spiral. Turn it on when somebody pats somebody on the back. I don't give a shit at this point. Just turn that light on. Spiral. I want everyone to spiral except for Oats. Oats. Oh, I don't need Oats to spiral. I. I oats. Oats. I feel like Hall and Oats is too good for the show at this point. They are very different than these other three couples. They're drastically different than these other three couples. They're like the other, like this is what that show was there for, was was couples like Hall and Oates. The other three couples there are just like, we've already given up on our relationship. It's a free trip and whatever. But like, I think fundamentally Temptation Island is supposed to be for couples like Hall and Oates. It's fantastic though. I love this so much. Maricela. In the girlsville is like, hey, uh, we're only turn the light on two times tonight. The lady's got to represent. She gets in the bed with hot New Zealand guy because I guess he looks good in a white suit now. Um, and they have some connection. Smart play by New Zealand guy at some point making a bet for a head massage. Really good idea. And then you get the payoff on the placement. Like how you're laying. You're laying right in her crotch. Like, this was not like, oh, I'm going to turn sideways and lay in the bed and I'm going to, like, 
from behind, give you like a nice thing, like we're spooning. No, no, no. She's just like legs out, spread. He's got his head right in her crotchal region, getting the head massage. And you know what? Do your thing. Do your thing, both of you. Both of you, do your thing. Turn the light on. Light goes on in the men's villa. It's a panic. Oh, my God. There's somebody running around. Lights on. Lights on. Run out to people in the, the hammock who are giving him temptation. Lights on. Lights on. Love it. Here, 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 here. The light is on. Come here there. Let's all gather around and try to figure out who turned the light on. Do we have thoughts? Is there a scroll we can read for the, for the definitions of giving into temptation? There is not. How dare our founding fathers not set that up for us? How dare they? Let's put it in the decree. In the next meeting of the minds, we should have... All right, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to stop that. I'm going to save your ears. Save your ears. All right. So we had three lights go on. So, again, I was wrong. I'll admit it. I was wrong. I thought it was only going to go one time. And then I tried to be like 11, you know, put an extra one in front of it. But if I'm being honest, 11 seems low at this point. We had three the first night. This is just, as soon as they see each other's videos of the bonfire. Pop, 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 pop. Light on, light on, light on. Turn it on all the time. All the time it's going to stay on. So after a night of the red light, next morning, our respectable whore goes up to Trace 2.0. And says one of the most confusing things I think you would walk up to a woman and say first thing in the morning. He walks up to her and is like, man, she made my dick so hard last night. While simultaneously like covering his mouth with his hands in front as if there's not a camera like 90 degrees to his left. My guy, you got a mic on. You think you just are you trying to like prevent other people in the villa from hearing that? Or do you really think if you put your hands in front of your mouth like that, that the microphone like around your chest plate is not going to pick that up? That's an honest question. And after that moment, I assumed, you know, there was probably another date that we didn't see or something like that because uh, it was the morning and then all of a sudden it's nighttime and we're going to the bonfire. Let's get to the bonfire Let's show some clips. Let's get some people reacting. Boy, did we have some reactions this week. We start with great. And I didn't think that's what we were going to start with, but we started with great. Paris in bed with King Fuckboy. Robert Roberto's like, we're here for you, man. I got an arm on you. I'm not going to let you fall over and pass out. I got you. The men of the men's villa are here for you, great. And he's watching... And he's, he's got his head down like he did last time. And he goes, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Like, how can, she, how can she do that? Like, no less than 24 hours after fucking Trace 2.0. Like, uh, I, I don't, again, you don't have a leg to stand on here, my guy. I don't know what you can say in this moment. You tried. You tried. He's like, my feelings for her are gone. I've moved on. Like, whatever. And Mr. Marky Mike is like, oh, well, well, sir, uh, I do get reports. And oddly enough, I heard you bang Trace 2.0 last night. So kind of an odd thing for you to say at this point. You've done stuff, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, 
I mean, yeah, but I, you know, um, fuck is basically how the rest of that went. And then as if we didn't have one of those and we needed another, Chris is up next, a respectable whore. And he said he was shocked and disappointed by seeing Maricela in the bed. Now, his reasoning is that she set some rules up for him or maybe them and that she broke them first, which, again, I did not see coming. But I think, you know, he's like, well, I called myself a respectable whore. I outed you that you liked girls more. Now I see you making out with a guy. So... I'm very confused, so let me just go on a rant. I'm done. He literally did one of these moves, and then like Kobe'd it, like he was he had, like crumbled up his relationship into like a uh, like a paper ball and was shooting it like a middle school kid in a, in a classroom. And again, Mister Marky Mark's like, well, you know, weren't you in a hammock last night? And he's like, yeah. I mean, she could have she could have quote done it in a classy way. He said he didn't think that was very classy. He also then immediately said she should be ashamed. But the next words out of her mouth. But I'm not going to judge her. Listen, again, not great with the dictionary or English. But if you just said she should be ashamed of herself, I think that is you kind of judging her can we we're gonna do the the emoji again um like two hand emojis if you agree with that two hand emojis on youtube if you agree with that because what are you you supposed to do what are you supposed to do like uh, man i think it's one of those things you say it out loud and you're like fuck say something uh but i'm not gonna judge yeah i yeah there's no way they figured that out wild to gentlemen to start bonfire and this is why bonfire is great it should just be like i want a show of just just bonfire give me like well i don't know if i want all a bonfire because maybe bonfire can't be a bit long and tedious and they're just like compacting it yeah never mind i'm not gonna mess with the show keep the format we're good i'm moving on i'm moving on to robert roberto who gives an uh, just for lack of a better term exquisite rant on gone girl he said she was married at 19, was in that relationship. She was married for 12 years. She ran that relationship. I'm not the same guy that she ran, and I won't stand for that. I won't do that. And, I mean, that rant was longer. It was like a minute and a half, two minutes of him just being like, boom, 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 boom. And then Mr. Marky Mark, out of nowhere, goes, preach. You got Mr. Marky Mark to say preach. Like, give this guy a medal, give him awards, uh, some sort of certificate at least. He's clearly been learning and growing, which is all we want on this podcast, let alone on Temptation Island. Robert Roberto has got this figured out. Congratulations, Robert Roberto. I love this. Uh, the The hilarious part is Mr. Marky Mark goes, you know what? I mean, the funny thing is I just thought of is you're probably the perfect guy for her. And all the other guys are like, yeah, I'm saying that. And he's probably looking around and be like, you guys... How, did you not see who I was before? I was a miserable shell of a human being. Don't try to push me back into that. No, sir. We're supposed to be friends here. I'm not dealing with that. No way. And then we move on to the end of the episode. <laughs> I was mentioning earlier, a boy doorway. No doorway. Doorway cracked. 
the the doorway, which was closed or maybe slightly ajar, has now been pushed open. He says he's known for a while, deep down, that Oates was not the one for him. Whoa. Heavy shit. I want to see what our boy Mr. Marky Mark says about that at the beginning of next week's episode. So many thoughts here. Um, from a TV perspective, can they play a bonfire clip at a bonfire? Number one. Number two, can if they can, can they turn that around quickly enough for Oates to watch that l- literally like, what, an hour later? Is that a thing we can do? Can we get that on that giant iPad like pretty quickly after that? Who knows? But I think this is what everybody was kind of thinking, right? Everybody was like, well, maybe they just got together because, you know, it was comfortable. I think people have done that, right? You get back together with somebody because you're like, I mean, it's a relationship and it wasn't awful. I mean, it's not the best thing ever. He did quantify that by saying she's one of the best people. She is the best person I've ever known. She's an amazing woman, an amazing human being. And honestly, sometimes that's all we need, ladies. We just need you to be a good person and for you not to, like, hate us. But his turning moment was her literally just, like, maybe slightly intoxicated, laying on one of the guys. And he was just like, I haven't got even that in a while. Not even that. I haven't got, like, a drunk hang on me, you know, in years. And it goes back to something I was saying. As soon as we become like an accessory to you and we don't feel like we're needed, I mean, it's over for us, ladies. Don't do that to us. We want to feel needed. We want to feel like you love us and you desire us and you want us to be around. It's, we're literally pretty simple. Fundamentally, the good ones are pretty simple. It doesn't take a lot for us. Just, you know, I mean, there's literally like four things. That's it. But, I mean, it's it's there in episode five. He said it in episode five. And can we see that literally at the beginning of episode six in the girls' bonfire? I don't know. I also don't know how Gone Girl is going to react to seeing Robert Roberto in the hammock, making out, giving in to temptation. But you know, want to know what? Wednesday is a few days away at this point. I know it's not because today is Thursday. I'm recording this Thursday night. I got six days at this point. Spoiler alert, I don't because I already have the screener for next week, but that's neither here nor there. Okay? I'm probably going to watch it a little bit later tonight. Actually, I'm going to save it for the weekend. I need some good for the weekend. Okay. Well, guys, that is the end of this week's episode. A pretty quick episode here on The Right Reality. We sped through that. We sped run it. Speed, sped run it? Speed run? We, I sped speed run it. Oh, man. What a terrible way to end it. It was going so well. It was going so well. Uh, If you liked it, you know, tell me about it. Leave a comment on the YouTube. Leave a review on the iTunes to try to, you know, outdo that one person who left us like a two star. And now we're back to 4.5. Thanks, Tim Apple. Uh, But that'll do it. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Love you all. Have a good weekend. Bye.